Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the second episode, the second installment of Love at First Psych, a psych rewatch slash first watch podcast. I'm Jay Christie, longtime fan of Psych, and joining me is my friend and first time watcher of Psych, Andre Barrera. Andre, how are you? Jake, I'm doing great. I'm doing good. Uh, Yeah, doing great. How about you? I am doing very well. I'm very excited to talk about this episode two of Psych. Spelling Babi. Um, is that what it's called? Eh. It's our spell. It's spelling gigging B, I believe, is what it is. It's spelled wrong. Okay. I remember that. Um, okay, for whatever and, reason, the uh, episode titles aren't showing up on my Amazon Prime. It just mm-hmm. says episode two, episode three. Yeah, it, unlike Monk, where all the episodes have like a format, it's kind of yeah. just whatever. There's some episode titles that I like a lot. Um, some are pretty basic. Um, but anyway. Spelling B. When we start off where we meet the new character that I was alluding to, um, a massive upgrade. I don't want to kick an actress while she's down, but they made a good call, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Wait, hold on. How did before you feel about... In, before, before we get into this. Of course. Let's riff a little bit. Um, okay. Have you, ever participated Sorry, I... in a, have you ever participated in a Spelling Bee? I did, we had, um, never a school-wide one, but I had a classroom one every week in second grade, and, um, would you believe that I was very good at it? <laughs> I, a shocker. I fucking knew it, yeah. I mean, I was Spelling good is at just it memorization, too. I mean. Yeah. I remember the, my favorite memory was, I think, in third grade, where somebody was given the word chandelier, and they pronounced it chandelier, <laughs> and it always stuck mm. with me. Yes, I the thing about spelling bees always was like, um, I, I people who are just who are really bad at just like spelling regular words, it's not that I don't even mean it in a mean way. I just genuinely don't understand how that happens because how it just if you read a word, I just remember how it's spelled, and that's the I, you know what I mean. Like if you just want to like misspell something that's like a really common word, it's like if you read it, how do you not? But of course, people's brains work differently. So and they probably see me, you know unable to do two chores in one day and be like, how does he not have the ability to clean his room and go to the store? So I, we are, we're all, we're all doing our best. Um, yes. Anyway. Yes. Uh, so oh, yes, we meet Juliet. Um, okay, AKA Jules. Ju- yeah. Jewel, Juliet O'Hara, uh, the new detective. We, we don't know she's a detective when we first meet her. We think she's just some woman that Sean's flirting with, but she's not really flirting with Sean. Cause she's clearly, she's busy and we think it's just cause Sean's being a creep, but it turns out, She's on the job. Yeah, she's on the job. It's some sort of a, a bust, uh, some sort of, <clears throat> yeah, uh, stakeout. But it's unclear on what, what this man did besides have a shoddy appearance. Yeah, and it doesn't really matter. I, I do like the way that it's introduced where, you know, I like the bit where he does the talking for both of them. It's a fun bit. Um, and it's, it's, not the last, it's not the last time he does that voice. It's a good voice. Um but yeah, she, she, he's kind of just so into wanting to flirt with her. He, his, his, you know, senses don't really notice that she's a cop for longer than you might think. Um, but we also notice that when she pulls her gun, it's a little, a little shaky. Maybe she's a little nervous about this whole biscuit situation. Oh my god, the biscuit! Wow, it's been a while. Um, yes, biscuit is uh, it's a, it means gun. Uh, that's a bit from the Monk podcast, which is based on. A thing that I think that a couple rappers tried to call guns biscuits in the early two thousands. 
and it didn't take on, but it did in our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what is interesting about this scene also is that <clears throat> I think this is when Sean first starts to to get in her head about like actually being somewhat perceptive about things because he starts doing the whole psych thing with her and he guesses a lot of stuff about her life, like her cats, the fact that she has two cats about her family. And then I forgot how he picks up on it, but he picks up on the fact that she's a cop and it's because she is where she's sitting and the fact that she tenses up when a creepy looking guy walks in the room. Yeah. I don't know why that would be one thing when she tenses up when a creepy guy comes in. I feel like she's in the power position of authority. So I mean, I think it's because, like, I think it's less, I think it's that she's now into action, like that she can't just sit there. I think the biggest thing is the sight line whole deal. Like that's kind of uh, the big giveaway. But gotcha. we then cut, cut to the theme song, and then we cut to 1989, and once again we have two actors that are not the normal Sean and Gus actors. I forget when the the they, the regular ones come in. I'll let you know. I mean, you'll know you'll recognize the main Sean actor. Um, I looked it up and no, I wouldn't recognize him. I don't even know who the hell Skylar you wouldn't Gizondo recognize. Is. Uh, well, he's the second one. The first one's yeah. Liam James, but Skylar Gisondo, you'd recognize him. He's uh, in Licorice Pizza. He's the the actor that Alana uh, dates, brings home, who says he's an atheist. Oh, okay. And I have no idea who the hell Liam James is. Oh, he was he was supposed to be a thing, but you know those actors whose faces don't like they have good kid acting faces and then their faces like don't look appealing as adults <laughs> i mean I like macaulay, play, it's unfortunate like, like, like macaulay culkin i mean i think the best example is Haley joel osmond where it looks like his face just stayed in the middle of his head and the rest of his head got bigger <laughs> but his face stayed the same size yeah no yeah. disrespect but i'm okay i actually can't say that because what i said was very disrespectful <laughs> but it's true no, no disrespect um, to the god Haley joel yeah i mean one of the best kid actors ever to live i'm as i mean the man, the man put in a lot of good work in his first decade of life, but yeah, um, we see Gus at a spelling bee, and he's getting advice from Sean from a crowd, and basically Sean Anadora Jornamento, and Sean uh, gives him the wrong letter, and Gus loses. Yeah, um, I would just imagine a very traumatic experience to happen. What he was like top two, right? Yeah, yeah. And I that mean, was the that was the one that if he won that he would have gone to the event we end up seeing in this episode. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um do you think you could have gotten that word at that time? No, definitely not. But also when I think he was in eighth grade at the time, if I was if the whole thing about the spelling bee in a like in this sense, in like that level, is that it's not really even about being good at spelling in the way we normally think about it is you just have to memorize a lot of words you know what i mean yeah like, and you have to know like you have to recognize like roots and i mean uh, and like that's that. something i got good at like i mean i think the thing too i think that is legitimately disappointing is apparently they don't really teach phonics anymore which is dumb because phonics is actually like how you i like i if, if a word i've never seen spelled before i probably have a good chance of spelling it right because of phonics i don't know why i'm giving a stump speech for phonics but that's a shame they're good I used to be really i used to be really hooked on phonics we all were yeah it's uh i had to go to a detox you know it was a really sad scene wait they actually were giving me like by the way? hooked up probably it does but i don't yeah, know it does. i don't know yeah I th- I think is I think phonics are underrated. I think that if you just know what words generally are, how words are generally spelled, you have a pretty good guess. 
at how to spell them. But anyway, I'm glad I'm glad um, you're saying that because I was literally going to ask you what the hell phonics is. Phon- yeah, phonics is the idea that like if you hear a word, like if you hear the word like uh, you know jump, you're like okay, when uh, in order for a U sound instead of, the letters that make a J sound are G and J. If it's a U, if it's a G, it's a G, so therefore it has to be a J. You're like, you know what I mean? Like, you learn the ways that uh, you learn how to spell things without literally knowing how to spell them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Um, so we cut to Gus is watching the American Spelling Bee on Sports Cal 2, hosted by Bud Collins. Um, and apparently, after some teasing from Sean, apparently one of the heavy favorites, Brendan Vu, he's out. Vu is, he's been taken down by an asthma attack. Yeah, uh, you know, we we see clips of him passing out on stage, and Sean isn't really interested in this whole spelling bee thing, but something does catch his eye. Uh, it looks like, from what he can gather, somebody fucked with his inhaler. I don't know how, yes, what, did... I don't know what he knows at this mm-hmm. point, but yeah, he just, he's suspicious. Now, do, have you ever used an inhaler? Were you an asthmatic child? No. Okay, yeah, neither was I. So we have no anecdotes here. Let's keep it moving. All yeah. right. And so <laughs> they end up getting a call from the chief who wants them to investigate. And so they... Oh, uh, hold on a second. No. The, okay. that's, this is the new office. Is this the permanent office? Yes. Yes, this okay. is the permanent office. That's Sorry, fine. point that I've, point that stuff out if you need to because it's just I take it as a given. I just forget to point it out. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is the yeah. new office. It's nice and big. It's a good set. Um, yeah, I think they did a really good job on it. Uh, but yeah, they're, so they're going to interview the remaining contestants about it. Um, 43 and, remaining, right? Yes. And we also learned that Alvin Kavanaugh is the spellmaster. Um, and so we're watching and there's a word, butteracious or whatever is the word that someone is trying to spell. Butre- like, I, butre- yeah, I, the whole thing about spelling bees, like I said, is that, like it's kind of annoying that like, obviously if there are words that were used in everyday use, it'd be too easy. But it is kind of like, we need to clear out some space in these dictionaries. I don't think these words need to still be on the books. No, no one's. I'm someone who uses a lot of five dollar words. These are like twenty thousand dollar words. We don't need these. right. It's like if something is. I think the definition of it is like of or relating to having the same butter. qualities as butter. You just call mm-hmm. that buttery, baby. That's it. Yeah, ex- exactly. And buttery is a great word. Um, and I think it's a clip? word. Have you ever seen that clip where? Uh, I'm not going to say it, but where there's the word for, I think, like, a Ethiopian king that sounds a lot like the N-word, and the guy, the kid who's spelling it happens to be black. <laughs> oh, no, I have Classic stuff. Anyway. Uh, cl- uh, old spell. I mean, I used to watch the spelling bee when I was a kid, because you might not. Yeah, I think he was on, like, during the summer. I mean, honestly, uh, the, only thing, the only thing I remember about the spelling bee is an Indian kid, or, sorry, some kid that passed out. Yes, that w- I mean, I believe the, I actually do think it was an Indian kid. Okay, I don't um, know. I just didn't yeah. want to assume. No, no, no. But I think it actually was. Anyway, uh, so they go backstage to the comfort room because obviously kids who are into the spelling bee are mentally fragile. It's um, such a it's that's that name is so creepy, honestly. Yes. Um, it's yeah, comfort room definitely sounds like in a psychological drama. Like, oh no, go to the comfort room while you're being like pumped full of drugs to make you like docile. Um, yeah. But anyway. Um, Gus starts using a bunch of big words. Like, like, this, mismace, this, misplaced malevol- this misplaced malevolence about the spelling bee is getting monotonous. This is your inappropriate virulence. It's like, Gus, you're using a bunch of big words. That's preposterous. Yeah, yeah, which preposterous is, uh, you know, it's not that crazy of a word. I mean, if Daffy Duck was using it when we were like six years old, I'm sure everybody knows that mm-hmm. word. 
By the way, yeah. I'm looking at this kid. I'm looking at this kid. His name is Akshay Budiga. Mm-hmm. And he's he's done some things, man. He's uh yeah, he's doing work. Randomly good for he him. worked he worked five years for Fanatics. It, good for him. I'm happy that he was able to rebound from passing out of the spelling bee. Because that, that yeah. is the type of thing where you can like you see like a paper like dead of overdose at twenty eight. It's like, yeah, he never recovered from passing out of the spelling bee. You know what I mean? Like it's yes, yes, guess where he went you to university. Um I'm gonna say University of Arizona. No, he went to Duke for his BS. Okay. And then he went uh-huh. to Stanford. The funny thing is on LinkedIn now, you can like put your GPA, which you know, it's kind of interesting. I would do that if I didn't like I tried really hard to have a high GPA in high school and then in college I'm like as long as it's over three, I'm good, baby. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway. So we um we talk they talk to the parents and we quickly I, I just unless there are some jokes you want to mention in the other ones, it's pretty clear who the bad guys are pretty quickly. Uh, one of the dads has what I like to call resting, I will break you face. Um, <laughs> is that uh, uh, Ivan Drago? Yes, it is. But honestly, okay. I've been saying that before. I, I, that's, that's just a, I feel like that's such a famous scene that I knew about that scene long before I ever saw Rocky Four. So, Yeah. Um, so, yeah, during this interview process, the ch- they're Czech, right? Yes, they're that's Czech. That's where they're from. Correct. Um, and the father basically explains explains that there's a lot writing on this mm-hmm. spelling bee. Essentially, you can pick your own university after mm-hmm. doing this, which seems a little premature because I'm pretty sure you can't be a total fuck up in high school and still pick your university. Yes. Uh, this guy's definitely, he's the Marv Marinovich of spelling bees. Um, wow. <laughs> what a fucking pull right there. Uh, I remember I watched that documentary they did about him, by the way, just for context. He was a guy who tried, basically raised his son to try to be the best football player possible. And would you believe that it fucked him up and the kid's son got addicted to heroin, et cetera, et cetera? So, uh, yes. we learn that um, Alvin Kavanaugh is about to make an announcement. Uh, and, of course, because he's about to make an announcement, something basically is going to happen. He has a heart attack and falls over the railing. Oh, he's a great... I mean, he could have just had a heart attack and fell backwards, but nope, he went over the railing. Yeah, he was a showman his whole life. Good for him. Yes. He um, wasn't the greatest showman, though. That would come years later. Um, yes. Uh, so then essentially, you know, it cuts to the commercial. We come back, and it's the cops, you know. They're giving uh, – they're, they're going over what, what the next mm-hmm. plan of action is, and the, they basically want to cancel a vent. Or, sorry. Well, Juliet does. Ju- yeah, Juliet wants to cancel the event, but Lasseter, cold bastard, mm-hmm. uh, is like, let the show go on. And he explains mm-hmm. the stakes, you know, like, this is a big event for Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. um, which, sure. Uh, I don't think, I think Santa Barbara pretty much sells itself, but yeah, if you want to tell yeah. me that a spelling bee is going to, yeah, whatever, sure. Yeah, like, I'm sure it probably, yes. Is it a good week for them in tourism dollars? Yes. But it's not like this is Murfreesboro, Tennessee, where there's not other stuff to do. Like, people are going to say, Santa Barbara's already a tourist destination. Yeah. Also, if you're going to unwrap some type of something, you can, there's a mute button. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, the, uh, they're discussing, you know, maybe, uh, canceling the event. Um, but you know, like I said, Lasser says they're not going to, and 
as you might expect in any cop show like this. What's the cop's conclusion? It was a heart attack. There's no foul play. Case closed. Yeah, you know, no one gives a shit about a spellmaster. If he dies, no need to investigate this any further. Exactly. The only thing that this this crime is spelling out is murder. Exactly. Uh, sorry, um, is natural causes. Uh, natural causes. Well, that's two words, so that doesn't count. Uh, no, I actually might. I don't know. I actually don't know what the rules are for the spelling bee. So, yeah. um, Sean Spencer comes. He's trying to investigate. He's talking to a security guard, and... Um, in order to get let the security guard, in order to get the security guard to let them in, he does his, a classic psychic act out where he's he's like, oh, the dead guy's spirit is so super angry, and so he pretends to be violently assaulted by the dead spirit. Some real committed physical acting here. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I guess, yeah, sure. Um, I was like, you know, this is a fucking show on USA, so I'm not gonna like, you know, harp about the performance. But it seems to work for security guard. Guy takes off running, so buys him some time to investigate the scene. Yes. And so they go into his, like, booth, and uh, they take a little look-see, and they see on a pad of paper about the disqualification procedures the number 1953. But, of course, there are way less. There's not that many contestants. That's not anyone's number. What did that number possibly mean? And then Gus introduces an important aspect. Right, This is something that comes back. This is one of his main traits. He has an incredibly good nose. Yeah. He smells something it's got, sulfuric. It's got a nickname, though. Yes, the super smeller. Yeah. Is that, does that carry on, too? I believe it actually changed to the super sniffer, but I might be misremembering that. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, he smells some sort of sulfuric acid, which is farm equipment. It's pharmaceutical company. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's got some experience. He smelled it before. And obviously, you know, when you smell sulfur... Um, it's either you got a really bad case of gas or mm-hmm. someone's getting gassed and exactly in a permanent way. Or, I mean, that was a, that's a big problem in Florida where there's a lot of times where the sulfur will come up from underground and, uh, you'll smell it. So that sucks, but that's also another thing, but they're not in a place with like sulfur in the aquifers. Why is there a lot of sulfur in Florida? I don't know. Cause if it's in the, in like the soil or whatever, I, I honestly don't know. Um, but that was a thing. It happened a lot more when I first moved to Florida, where some days you'd wake up and it would just be like a sulfury day, where you just smell sulfur. Um, god damn, it's either sulfur or love bugs. Oh my god, them. love bugs are the fucking worst. Folks don't even know. Love bugs are like... You got no love for the love they're, bugs. They're, true. They're not as bad as they used to be. They actually really did a good job of like cutting down their numbers. But it really used to be, if you drove on the highway during love bug season, you would... You're ha- you'd have to clean off your like windshield every single time you drove anywhere longer than 20 minutes because there's just so many of them. Why do they call them love bugs? Because they're just fucking all the time and reproducing? No, they stick, to- they stick together. Like They literally they spend half their lives literally connected to each other fucking. Um, so kind of yeah. like you with David Fincher. Wow. Jay Christie found dead in a ditch. Um, <laughs> he's, not even my f- he's not even my favorite director. My pro- honestly, not, maybe not even in the top three, but uh, I do love his films. Um, yeah, I was trying to think of who it was. I mean, Paul Thomas Anderson is probably my favorite director, but um, I also think I think that there are people that there are better people to pick. But I I don't want to also put myself out of that on Main Street. Um, did we any- ever talk about that though? So real, real quick, did you like Licorice Pizza? I did like Licorice Pizza. Yes, I thought that's easily like one of the worst movies I saw that year. I I think we did. We might have talked about it because I know that you didn't like it. But I'm also like I don't know. I, I love his movies. I love vibes. I love the dialogue and i don't know what to tell you 
Um, but okay. I also, you know, it is what it is. Uh, anyway, so it's apparently the sulfurs in the Chinese food, and Sean takes a little bit in a baggie to get tested. Um, and then we see the press conference where Lassiter is being unsensitive, and Julia has to step in. We get their dynamic, you know. That I didn't think he was that bad, though. No, he's not. But this is the dynamic, is that he's kind of cold and stern, and she's, you know, bubbly and sensitive. Um, it's, almost, you know, it's a classic cop show dynamic, but it's classic because it works. How many times do you think he's beaten on a, on like a, a perp? Um, not a s- small amount, but also I think the thing about Santa Barbara is I don't think that there are a lot of crimes that. Would I was gonna say that, that must be a pretty sweet fucking gig. Yeah, like there's just not. It's not like he's you know there's not it, it, there's not a lot of. It feels like the, the crimes are either like murders for like. Uh, estates like to become an heir in an estate or like financial crime so i don't think there's a lot of beaten up but who knows you know uh, we don't there's no prequel series about carlton last year so but anyway in order to interrupt this sean starts naming different chinese foods and they don't listen to him so he has to go to a person he doesn't want to have to go to his father henry spencer uh to see if he can call in a favor yeah i need to remember his name um for a second, I was like, when he started saying like all the dishes, I'm like, oh my god, please don't tell me this is something like cancelable. No, thankfully they were mostly actual, uh, actual Chinese food dishes. Uh, I believe yeah. Mumu Gai Pan, Lo Mein, and Kung Pao. Um, yeah, no, I was worried he was going to do like an accent or something. I was going to be like, no, oh, no. Yeah, it's pretty good that they avoided that. I'm pretty glad. But anyway, yeah. he wants to see if he can get um, the Chinese food tested by uh, Henry's friend Jim Sicklin. Um, who apparently worked in the crime lab, and yeah. um, they he makes a deal where he'll get the test if Sean does what? If he, I guess, builds or continues building a doghouse that he was previously tasked with building in 1989. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, yeah, we get a flashback to it. Essentially, Sean wanted a dog, and his dad the hard ass that he is mm-hmm. tells him that if you want a dog, you got to build a house for the dog because mm-hmm. he ain't going to live with them essentially. Mm-hmm. And it seems pretty rough. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know how much he instilled his carpentry skills with his son previously in his life, but that's a yeah. hard ask of any kid. Yeah, definitely an unreasonable ask. But anyway, so he, uh, is working on it, and of course, when uh, Henry gets back, it's not good enough because it doesn't fit the specifications he gave in 1989. Um, and so Sean storms off in a huff. He gets on his motorcycle, and he has some flashbacks. Um, and then he gets run off the road. He has like a sleepy flashback. He's like falling asleep, right? It I, it's unclear. I th- I don't think it's supposed to be that, but it could be honestly. Yeah, yeah. Some van just comes charging down the road, and I mean, because it seems like his 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 um. His reaction was delayed. Yeah. I don't think it's supposed to be he's falling asleep, but it definitely just is like, weird. Yeah, he's just like reminiscing or whatever, and yes. he's kind of like lost in thought. Yes. Yeah, so he gets run off the road, and mm-hmm. you know what? That should have looked a lot more serious than what he ends up coming out with. Yeah, yeah, it did. Because, like, yeah, we cut to the hospital. and Well, no, we first cut to oh, Gus sorry. Yeah, 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 watching yeah, the spelling bee, and he notices yeah. a little something on the television with the check kid. Yeah, he, he looks and he notices a clue on the inhaler. It's, mm-hmm. I guess, prescribed by a Dr. Zavin. 
Mm-hmm. So yes, interesting stuff. And so we'll they go to the that. hospital. Um, Sean's saying he was run off the road, and they check in on Brendan Vu. Um, and they see his inhaler is li- listed with a Doctor Seymour. Yeah, Doctor Seymour Butts, you know, very famous mm-hmm. doctor in, exactly. in Santa Barbara. Yeah, I mean, because he actually he started as a doctor, but then he actually uh, he followed his passion, which was inventing the miniskirt. Um, Attaboy. <laughs> Uh, do you know the guy who invented bridge jumping? I'm getting, no. His name was Hugo first. Um, but anyway, <laughs> those are my nice. jokes my dad would love to tell, those two. Um, Seymour okay. Butts and uh, Hugo first. Um, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure nobody invented bridge jumping. Somebody was thrown off a bridge. Well, he, no, <laughs> someone said Hugo first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... Uh, they, they realize, okay, the inhalers... Goss mentions that Dr. Zavin doesn't exist, and so the inhaler's clearly a fake, which is an interesting clue, but it's not really concrete evidence, uh, especially... The, basically, the thing I think that this show is interesting is that, like, because they're not cops and they can't admit to why they know things, even if they know something is nefarious, they have to, like, have physical evidence of it because they can't... Sean can't say, hey, I Googled Dr. Zavin and he's not real, you know what I mean? Because he has to pretend that he's a psychic. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's a good conceit, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah. The, so Gus swings. Oh wait, sorry. Well, no. First thing he goes. Uh, Sean goes back to the build the doghouse. Yeah, he does to do that, and he tries to get his dad to. You know, he's just trying to keep keep it moving. Get get mm-hmm. the information he needs, mm-hmm. and Henry Spencer for the first time ever uh, is offering to help out Sean, which is interesting because Sean is like obviously freaked out by like his dad offering to help him with a ridge bar mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't know. I don't use my hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and <laughs> sorry. I have soft, um, I have soft, I, I, I just, it is what it is. Some of us have strengths and not none of mine involve manual labor. Oh, no, trust me, mine too. When I met my father-in-law, he was like, oh, you have such soft hands. I'm like, I know he's calling me out in some way. Yeah, I, that's a thing that is definitely, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not good. It's, it, yeah, um, anyway. Yeah, but, anyway, uh, yeah. so, so yeah. Uh, and it's it's weird because Sean's like, oh, why, you've never helped me out before. Like, why are you doing this now? And his dad says, because you never asked. And Sean didn't ask then, so why the fuck is this? I think the point he's making is that. Yeah, like, I know. You, she's trying to teach a lesson that, like, it's the effort that matters. Um, which is a thing he probably should have instilled when he was fucking, uh, you know, in eighth grade. And like, even though the original doghouse sucked, the fact that he put all that effort into it, if you were going to help and try to instill the point that trying hard is what matters, I don't know why you didn't do that when he was uh, 14, Henry, but you know, uh, I guess it's better now. And so they go inside, Henry grabs a cold one and, um, the doghouse is done. And wouldn't you know it, he had the results the whole time. Yeah. Apparently, Silken? Sickland. Sickland. Sickland was, uh, he was a part of the poker game that we had, we didn't mention earlier, but that's why, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, good stuff. He was just trying to teach him a lesson. Um, But, and this is one of the things I was mentioning, where Sean has to get certain evidence that um, he goes to the chief and is saying that he was poisoned. But they're like, what's your proof? You know, what, it, it seemed like it was just a heart attack or an allergic reaction. Yeah. Um, well, yes, he does that. But before that, like, yeah, let's just say, like, he got the results and it's methyl oh, right. 
Yeah, it's some serious shit. And, you know, his dad, you know, as as cold of a bastard as he is, he actually doesn't want Sean to proceed any further with this case because clearly something nefarious is going on. Yes. But yeah, Um, so we're back at the cop station, as you said. Yeah. And this is the permanent police station set too, which looks much nicer. I don't know if you noticed the difference. It's a lot of wood. It's a lot of, you know, dark. It's a good looking set. Um, The chief's office is bigger. Um, Anyway, then Sean says something which feels incredibly 2006. He says to Laster, what's your glitch, dude? Which is just, (laughs) you know. He says that while he's wearing the most 2006 shirt I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Good Lord. Yeah. yeah. Sean is not. People would wear polo shirts with like weird, uh, unsymmetrical designs on them. It's really an odd. Yeah. There was some sort of Japanese name on the back of it. Just really. We talked about. Who was the Drip King? Was it. Who was the Drip King on Monk? Was it Leland Stalmeyer was the Drip King? I think it was Leland Stalmeyer. Yeah. Well, whatever no that one's is. Drip for now. Sean is the anti-drip king. No, he's not. No, yeah, his it's whack. It's a problem, and I don't know if it really ever gets better. Um, because yeah, he's just it's not a fashionable guy, but we all have our strengths. Anyway. Yeah. Well, he should have seen that coming. And then we have a moment which I like as a good character moment that's not really commented on much. That uh, Lasseter says, "Cut him loose, Karen," and you can tell that he's not obviously supposed to call her that. Um, there's some tension because clearly, you know, maybe there's a uh, overstepping. Maybe he also maybe he doesn't necessarily think she should be the interim chief. You know, maybe some uh, some little tension. You know, um, look at that psychoanalyzing right there. I you know it's it's because he's a uh, he's 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 they have very different viewpoints about the world and policing. So, uh, you know, yeah, but, I just thought it was anyway. weird that he was calling her by her first name. Well, that's what I mean because he doesn't. It's I took that as a sign of disrespect. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they decide they got to get back into the Spellmaster's room. And so they end up locking the new guy out because he's smoking a cigarette. I mean, it's what happens when you smoke the devil sticks. Um, you know, yeah. nothing good. Just ripping darts uh, in the your word, Your word is COPD. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that took me a second. Ripping heaters out there. Um, and so... They lock have you ever, have you ever the, the heater? No, I've never smoked a cigarette. Uh, my grandmother died when I was twelve because she smoked like two packs a day, and it just was like, nah, it's not worth it. I know you haven't. No I'm dip? not saying that. I just, yeah, no, 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 no dip either. No, never. No, honestly, just I never had the urge to. I think there's also a couple things. One, my grandmother honestly was a huge thing because she, you know, that it was, and also her whole house smelled like smoke. So it, it wasn't just that she died of lung disease; it was that. Um, it was so smoking was so inextricably associated with her because of how much everything in her house smelled like smoke that I associate smelling like smoke with my grandmother dying. Period. Yeah. And also, the thing about being in Florida is a joke I made about New York when I first moved back up is that I forgot that in other places, people who cool people smoke in Florida. You know who smokes rednecks and losers? Like cool people just don't. It's just it's a cult- such a cultural thing that like. No one I hung out with smoked cigarettes. Like even the even like the like I knew kids who like were doing Adderall in school and they didn't smoke cigarettes. Like it was just you if you the rednecks smoked. You know what I mean? Like it was just was not a thing that non rednecks did. Okay, interesting. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm in LA, so I'm born and raised yeah. here. So yeah, it's very much. A yeah, I mean, and you, you got to do something on the 405. You might as well rip some heaters. Um, oh my god. <laughs> 
What, you're in bumper-to-bumper traffic in the 405? Couple heaters. Uh, yeah, anyway. but, like, you don't, you don't ever, like, get on the 405. Okay, well, I won't get into semantics. Sorry, everything I know about streets in uh, L.A. is from the Californians on SNL, and I think that that's pretty obvious. Um, oh, good lord. Uh-huh, yeah, all right. Um, but anyway, uh, they sneak in, and they see that there's uh, markings on the floor for a tripod, um, and... Uh, what, 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 oh, a little maker's mark, a little celebratory maker's mark for Andre. You got that um, little ASMR that, there? Yes, he got some good news. He's not he's not being a degenerate. It's, it's in celebration. Um, yes. But anyway, Sean ends up having to give a word as the spellmaster. It's, this is like the big comedic set piece of the episode. And uh, what's his word that he gives? Uh, banana. The first word. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Which, you know, maybe it's a nice like way to start it off. Probably not, but... Unfortunately mm-hmm. for them, they're in the third round of this uh, spelling bee. I have a question. So, if not you were in that situation, what word would you choose? Uh, what word would I choose? Oh, that's a good one. Maybe like onomatopoeia or something? It's a good one. Um, I would probably I think choose, that reminds me of like a uh, Hey Arnold episode or some shit like that. I, I think there, yeah, that sounds right. I would probably choose uh, either onomatopoeia is a good one, anti-disestablishmentarianism, which is actually not hard to spell. It's just oh. long. Um, yeah. yeah, uh, you know, uh, if anyone wants to have a spelling bee with regular words, let me know. I'll come, you know, fuck shit up or so a spelling yeah. bee with celebrities names, um, or athlete names. When I come in in the fifth round and spell Doug Mankiewicz correctly, y'all are going to be fucking jealous. Let me say that. Um, Doug Mankiewicz. Oh, was that the Boston Red Sox first baseman? Yeah. And the Minnesota twins. Yeah. Yeah, but he was like the one who caught the last out for the first World Series. I believe that that's true, and he also had a hard to spell last name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. How do that you spell just, Nikola yeah. Nicholas Skidishvili? <laughs> uh, just a last name. And uh, okay, well that's the harder one. I actually don't know for I, I'm not a harm sure. Um, I know it's T S H something, and then I don't know the rest of it. No, I actually um, had it. It's T S K I T I S H V I L I. I would need to do some research into basketball, mostly because baseball is where I really am good because I collected baseball cards as a kid, and I would just look at them mm-hmm. over and over again. Um, like whereas Mink- Minkiewicz is M I E N T K I E W I C Z. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, shouts to shouts and th- names that are hard to spell. Because uh, they gave me a challenge of a thing to know how to do. So, um, then the next word is uh, onion, um, which is funny. Mm-hmm. And they make a little Dan Quell joke. Okay, yeah, what was that about? I, I'm, because there was a thing in, when he, I, think it was, I think it was when he was vice president. Um, they, or it might have been later, but he was at like a school spelling bee. Uh, being like oh. the judge of it. <laughs> I just and saw it right now. Someone spelled, someone a kid spelled potato correctly and he said it was wrong and put an E on the end of it. Um, oh, God. So, yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, yeah. we learned that. I mean, to uh, be fair, Dan Quayle, like his last name, I mean, I know it's a last name, but you wouldn't assume that there would be an E at the end of that. So maybe. He no, for sure. At the end. Yeah, maybe. That's like, that's an inch. That's a, you probably should have told him that that you should have been on his calm staff. Back cracked, in the day. I cracked the case. I cracked the case. <laughs> Yeah, um, you would have changed the whole the fate of Republican politics in the United States. Um, and so we realized that the camera was looking at the check, looking at the check's dad. Um, 
And I don't know if this episode is anti-Czech. It feels like it could be. I mean, it's just anti-Eastern European, which is, you know, kind of just what Hollywood entertainment tends to be. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, he was checking in on the check. Yeah. Uh, he wrote a bad check. And let's see if his butt can cash it. Yeah, I'm done. Anyways, mm. uh, so Gus, like, points out, like, he he's, like, looking at the desk and he sees that uh, Sean is using uh, the former Spellmaster's last grocery list. And mm-hmm. that's why, I mean, he didn't seem like a guy who was going to eat a banana any day of the week. I thought yeah. it was the new Spellmaster's grocery list. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a yeah. good point because I actually was like, why didn't they clean that shit up? Like, literally. Yeah. But so okay, anyway, it's and they end up he Mitchum is the last word as in like the Mitchum. Uh, what's it called? Um, I forget what it is. What is Mitchum? I haven't seen an ad for Mitchum in forever. Are they out of business? I is that like the like kind of like Centrum kind of deal? Like a, like an, Mitchum, oh, like a vitamin? It's, yeah, it's deodorant. That's what I thought it was. I guess it's deodorant I guess it's now. Still, yeah, but I I guess they oh I guess they're still in business. I haven't seen it in forever. Anyway, um, so. They end up, uh, you know, realizing that um, they end up going there's downstairs. No yes, no, well, film like the first camera. They see, yeah, there's no film the camera, and then they on the way downstairs, or like when they're downstairs, yeah. Gus and Sean run into like a uh, you know like a table that has a like a brochure pamphlet kind of deal, and I guess it has like all the previous words that were winning words over the years. Is that what it was? Yes, and that it turns out the second round was a all the words were winning words, and so the 1953 was that that was the word that Czech kid got. So that was did we how did we that, mention that previously? I don't think we did. The 1953. Yeah. No, I did. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, even if when I forget to mention something, I remember that I forgot to mention it. Um, but yeah, I yeah, remember that. Anyway. So we see, we go down and we see what's going on with the Czech father. He's got a classic vibrating thing. He's vibrating by touching a thing on his wrist. A classic poker cheating method. Um, you know. You- I mean, you know what? I'd be lying to you if I didn't automatically think of, like, the chess player who had, like, a vibrating, like. Up his butt? Like- yeah. Yeah. Allegedly, he had anal beads that were vibrating. Um, which, you know what? Classic. It's just. Classic. Sometimes that I just chalk it up to caring too much about the game. You know what I mean? Like, how many of yeah, us are know, willing we, to do that? I mean, there's a reason why it's called the Bobby Fisher method for a reason. You know, exactly, someone had to you know, step up to the plate. Exactly. Um, you know that the, the and on Anatella Joy was in the Queen's Gambit. That's the King's Gambit. Let me stick this up here and win some money. Um, that's right. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a great story. Although they never could conclusively prove it for understandable reasons, because unless they cavity searched him at the time, it's kind of just like, I think you got some stuff up your butt. Um, but yeah. Yeah, there's no... You really gotta, and it's, you really gotta be sure before you ask to search someone's butt. Because the only thing worse than a cavity search where you find what you're looking for is when you don't. Because <laughs> then you're just stuck figuring out yeah. someone's butt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, like, is there a lot of okay? It's probably a stupid question, but is there a lot of money to be made in being a chess master? Yes, I mean I assume it's level, all like promotional yes. money. No, this okay. was this this is like the number one. This was the like, number one guy. So yes, at that level, absolutely. Yeah. So he's better than that. Like, was Kasparin? Was his name Gary Kasparov? He hasn't been the he hasn't been at the top of the world in a minute. Um, he mostly dedicated okay. his life to uh, 
democratic Russian politics. Um, hmm. After he got after he got his ass cleaned up by Deep Blue. Um, oh right, the um, computer. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, he's. <sighs> this is way more chess talk than I thought would ever happen. And in, in, I, I, I am. The thing about chess is, I remember I had a, very, a, a seminal moment in my life. Is in sixth grade, we had a teacher who, wouldn't, if we got everything done early, we'd have to play like, like board games. And chess was one of the ones he had. And I never really played chess growing up. And but I thought to myself, I'm like Jake, smart people are good at chess. You're smart, therefore you are automatically be good at chess. And I suck at chess. I'm horrible at chess. I assumed I just yeah. would naturally be good at it. But the problem, of course, is, and you know this about me, it makes complete sense. Chess is a game all about thinking more than multiple steps ahead, and I'm incapable of doing that. And so I'd be yeah. like, how did they set that up? It's like, oh, right, because he's thinking about what he's going to do next. I'm just like, duh, where should I put this? Yeah, same. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm not good at chess. Um, no. I am good at wizard chess. I, love I don't know why that's line it. Oh, that I always line has always that. stuck with me. That's wizard's chess. No, that's barbaric. That's wizard's chess. Which, wizard's chess is just chess, but with animations. Like, it's actually, most other wizard things are, like, different rules. It truly, it's just regular chess, except the pieces hit each other. Um, yeah. God. Which is fun. Exactly. And honestly, it's it's gr- honestly great that that's a series of books that are made by a perfect person that is not objectionable at all. Um, we love, we love that. Uh, so anyway. Oh, God, it's just so much in the news right now. Okay, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I just freaking Joanne. Um, so we realize that uh, that this is who he's going to disqualify, and then we cut to the checks being handed out, and Sean interrupts it as he's wont to do, um, mm-hmm. to explain what happened. And uh, there's obviously no here's what happened like in the Monk Show, but give me a little bit of uh, what 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 went down. Yeah, I mean, obviously. We know that the Czech father, you know, he's a regular Joe Jackson, let's just say. Um, very all mm-hmm. about his son's... Uh, that's the, by the way, that's the, that's like the um, accessible to normal people reference. I had to be a dick and say Marvin Murnovich. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just like, yeah, I was mostly thinking about Joe Jackson. I mean, Joe um, Jackson is what, if you actually cared about people understanding what you were saying, that that's what you choose, but I'm an asshole, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. Um, just kidding. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so the Czech father, I mean, like, obviously, the, the fix was in. He was going to, like, make sure that his son won this by all means necessary. And obviously, we saw the inhaler trick. So um, Alvin Cavanaugh was on his tail. And he had that camera set up. Or Okay, was it a camera? Or was it like a fucking binocular? It was a camera. It was a camera, but he wasn't using the film. He was just using it as a lens. Okay, why the fuck wouldn't you, like, film it, though? I don't know. Maybe there was no film. I I don't know. I mean, the the dude was not great at uh, catching cheat. Like he wasn't great at making his case. Like he got killed before he could say anything. So I don't know how smart the guy is. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so basically he got caught, and somehow the check father found out that he was going to get exposed. Right. That 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 was yeah. what the announcement was going to be about mm-hmm. about him getting disqualified or the son getting disqualified. So during all this. I guess the Czech father found a way to sneak into the box and poisoned his noodles. The one thing that I don't like so far, or I guess in this episode, let's just say, is that they don't really explain how the fuck he got his hands on this poison, right? Yeah, that is, is this, that, that, the show's, that's generally not a problem. They kind of yada yada that in a way I don't love. 
Um, okay, the yada yada yeah. a lot. Yeah, I suspect. I suspect that a lot of shows in the early episodes they have a hard time getting the pace of how many pages end up being forty two minutes, and so a lot of shows have early episodes that are rushed because they're not really sure what the rhythms of the show are. So they might write an episode that ends up being 45 minutes and then you get down to 42. So I, I think that like a lot of times I, I can imagine that there was an explanation on the cutting room floor. Yeah, there must be because like, I mean, even monk, like during its early days, like they would have had a scene yeah. where like you explained that the yeah. father w- worked at a fucking pharmaceutical mm-hmm. company or something yeah, exactly. like that. Exactly. So um, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So, so the, the, the he skipped into the, the yeah. box. He, he poisoned his noodles and the inhaler was sending the electricals, electronic yes. signals. And that's how he got through this. Exactly. And so, yeah, there we go. Uh, we, the, what it ends up working out that Juliet apparently listened to Sean's hunch and sent the, um, the noodles to the lab herself. And the preliminary yes. results say that it was poisoned. Also, a moment I do like here is when Sean is going off, um, uh, Lasseter asks, uh, Vic, um, do you want me to cuff him? Why? <laughs> Why would I want that? I mean, just yeah, last that's, that's hatred of Sean. Yeah, it's it, it gets played for comedy a lot. Like that in the first episode, it's not that funny, but it is a very funny part of the show. That he just really Yeah, hates both him. both both that and I mean through two episodes, Lasseter and the Chief. I don't know what her name is. What's her name? Karen Vic. Karen Vic. Karen yeah, Vic. Chief Vic. Yeah. Chief mm-hmm. Karen Vic. Yeah, there's like a lot of um I guess that's the funny thing about this show is that there's like a lot of um like relationships that are negative, right? Yeah. Whereas like in, in Monk it was I mean this is gonna happen, it's inevitable, people. Like we're gonna compare a lot of this to Monk just because that's my frame of reference. Um but it's like it's really interesting. Everything is so adversarial in this yes. show. It feels like, at least. Yes, and of course that's why it starts, but would you believe that eventually that becomes less of a part of the show? I mean, just because they obviously, the characters get to know each other better and they like each other more, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, um, just like the first season where, like, Stottlemyre, like, basically treated Monk with, like, yeah. contempt all the time. Yes. Um, but anyway, so they end up arresting them. <laughs> and Yeah. yeah. Oh, Sorry, real quick. I, yeah, I, I hate that it's like this, but... Um, but it's also like really interesting also to see that Sean like mouths a thank you to Yes. Juliet. I, I yeah, it definitely like shows something is there between the two of them. Yeah, like, course, that's something yeah, I can know, pick up on already. Exactly, yes. It's it they have incredibly immediate chemistry that Sean and whatever her name was obviously did not. So um yeah. good choice, guys. And so, yeah, we get to the end where Sean and Gus are talking about Gus's spelling bee, and there's a revelation that Sean gives to Gus that Gus is none, none too happy with. Yeah, he tells him that he basically gave him the wrong letter on purpose mm-hmm. because he didn't want her to be lumped into the category of the kid who won the spelling bee and is a fucking nerd and all that. Mm-hmm. And, like, thanks to, thanks to Sean, he was able to be both a smart kid and a cool kid, which, so, you yeah, know what, yeah. I, I would... I, I would tend to agree with that, you know, like that is kind yeah. of a stigma that you would have. I I would say that Sean I, I, Molly Cyrus put it best; he got the best of both worlds. Um, and yeah, so Gus is then chasing Sean around because he's mad, um, which is a way that a lot of episodes end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, and but then we have a little coda at the end where um, uh, Sean goes to see Henry, 
and uh, says that this doghouse, it needs a dog. And he drops off a little puppy uh, with him. Of course, it's actually just his neighbor's dog because he didn't buy a whole puppy for a bit. That would be fucked up. But it's a fun bit. Yeah. And his dad's all pissed off. And yeah, I guess this is how it's going to be. Yes. What would you rate this episode out of 10? Um, you know, first seasons are always rough. Yeah, you don't have um, to. Honestly, you can just punt it if you want to. Yeah. No, I mean, no, I mean, I'll give it a rating. It's it's uh, it's a seven for me. Yeah, I like this episode more than the first one. Um, just because I think they, they they find their footing with the dynamics pretty quickly, and then I think the next frontier of the show is the motifs, which is really what what psych becomes psych, in my opinion. But uh, I yeah, would say I think I think for well. me. Yeah, I think for me, it's like um, I'm just getting used to the the lower stakes. Like, it's yes. a murder at a spelling bee, you know? Like, it's yeah, and it's, it's less serious. Yeah, it's less serious. So, I mean, still, a man got murdered. Like, let's not yeah. don't get it twisted. Like, something happened. But at the same time, yeah, just getting used to the lower stakes and like more of the comedic timing and just like kind of getting a feel for how the show goes. Um, I'm still going to give it a seven. But, you know, I do like, I, I'll say this. I think at this point, I am, I think Sean is an incredibly unlikable character right now. I don't know if that'll change. Gus is yeah. clearly A plus, great guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, I'm waiting for Sean to come into his own. He just seems like too much of a, like a smart prick. Yeah, he definitely is a bit full of himself and might need to get taken down to size. Um, yeah, we'll see if that happens in the eight seasons of the show, but I am happy that you guys were able to join us. Andre, where can people find you? You could find me at, I, yeah, I think it's still at Andre Barrera. Still Andre uh, Barrera. You can, you can follow me at the, no, Jake no, Christie. it's at Andre Barrera. It's not at still Andre Barrera. Let's just be quick. And, uh, yes. At, at the J Christie for me. And yeah, keep tuning in. Tell your friends about the show. Uh, and we'll be back, uh, next week. Sorry, no, we'll be back later this week with another episode of Love at First Sight.